Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to Off in the S's, a podcast focusing on the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. I'm your host, Stu, and on today's show, IMSA confirms a visit in 2024 to the Indy Road Course. Major changes are coming to the GTD class that could see some drivers left looking for a ride. And of course, we preview the IMSA Fast Lane Sports Car Weekend at Road America. Buckle up, because you're about to go off in the S's. Well, we're going to kick things off today with some DPI news. And once again, BOP kind of being a focus of attention here going into uh, yet another race weekend. BOP was announced this week and the Acura gets another 10 kilogram adjustment. This time it's an increase to their minimum weight. That brings the car up to 940 kilograms, which is just five kilograms lighter than the Cadillac. So the um, we know that the, the Acura does pretty well around these smooth courses. So bringing it back a little bit more on par with that Cadillac. In LMP2, we learned that Tristan Nunez will be piloting the number 11 PR1 Matheson Motorsports entry in place of Jonathan Bomarito. Nunez does remain a reserve driver with Action Express Racing in the DPI category, but this is following a mid-season driver change in that number 31 Cadillac that has kind of led him to explore some other opportunities. This is not the first time in the car for Nunez as he recently tested with the Bobby Oracle-led team at Road America. Quite a bit of news coming out of LMP3 heading into this weekend as well as James French will return to LMP3 competition with Dan Goldberg in the number 38 Ligier for Performance Tech. He takes the spot that was recently vacated by Rasmus Lind. The team has not yet confirmed if French will be in the car for the season-ending race at Petit Le Mans. Meanwhile, though, Malta Jakobsen will replace Lance Wilsey in the number 33 Sean Creech Motorsport Ligier alongside full-season driver Wow Barbosa. And JDC Miller Motorsports is set to field an LMP3 entry for Gary Kraut and Scott Andrews this weekend. Moving on to GTD news, and there is quite a bit to uh, of juicy information to go over here. Most notably, one of the most notable things, IMSA changing up the driver rating requirements for GT3 starting in 2023. Sportscar 365 reports that the driver requirement will change from one bronze or silver driver plus one of any rating to one mandated bronze level driver plus a driver of any rating. So the real, if you could say that there's losers in this, it's some of those silver rated guys that of course are not at that bronze level. They're not that, they're not low enough for of course to be categorized as bronze. But if you can have one of any license level driver in the car, you're of course going to want to go for a, a, a gold or a platinum if you can get one. So we're going to see what 
what other changes are being made. Um, this is expected to be formally announced later this week on Friday at the uh, IMSA State of the Sport address. And it is believed that there are going to be other changes just with regards to the rating system overall that is actually coming down from the global FIA driver rating system. Uh, it is expected that there's going to be numerous silver drivers as a result of changes to the FIA driver rating system uh, that are going to lead to silver drivers being upgraded to gold who have significant single-seater experience. Now, with these new regulations that are expected to impact GTD starting in 2023, there is only one team that currently meets these regulations. So... Lots of changes are going to be coming. Um, drivers are a little bit uncertain. S saw some tweets from some drivers. They're a little bit uncertain of uh, of whether of how this is going to affect things. So stay tuned for more news on this front. We also have some team and driver entry notes here as NT Esport will return to the WeatherTech Championship with their Lamborghini for Jaden Conright and Marco Holzer. And also Denny Junkadella, who uh, recently competed in the 24 Hours of Spa, is rejoining Cooper McNeil in the number 79 WeatherTech Racing Mercedes. Notables that aren't going to be on the grid hard point. Inception Racing and Allegra Motorsports are all not going to be present this weekend at Road America. And of course, we can't talk about the GTD category without talking about BOP now, can we? The BOP was, of course, released this week, and uh, notables from that are a 20 kilogram increase in weight to the Mercedes. This is expected or was expected to be a strong uh, track for the Mercedes. They've shown some very, uh, some strong results. Well, maybe not getting the results per se, uh, <laughs> poor Windward Racing, uh, but they have been very strong in recent races, so this is expected to bring them back to the field a little bit. And then the Porsche. Porsche's kind of been dominant all year, especially in GTD Pro, and they will get a 10 kilogram weight increase to what they saw at Lime Rock Park. Well, we talked about Hardpoint not having an entry in WeatherTech, but they have shifted focus to the IMSA Michelin Pilot Challenge. They've added a second entry for this weekend's four-hour, yes, four-hour race for the Michelin Pilot Challenge at Road America. The number nine Porsche joins the grid in a partnership with OGH Motorsports. It will see Sean Gibbons and Sam Owen make their IMSA debuts alongside Derek DeBoer. Joey Hand is also returning to IMSA for the first time in two years, replacing Chad McCombie, who will be unable to race for the rest of the season due to scheduling conflicts. Hand joins PF Racing in his first IMSA start since Sebring of 2020, and he did that in the WeatherTech Championship. He, of course, has a very nice resume to his name. He's a former American Le Mans Series GT champion, and he was also part of Chip Ganassi Racing's factory Ford GT effort that ran from 2016 until 2019. 
Some more additions to the grid include Kelly Moss Racing, who will add a Porsche 718 to the 40-entry strong grid. That will be driven by David Brule and Alec Udell. This is along with the return of Automatic Racing's Aston Martin GT4 and BGB Motorsports Porsche. Unfortunately, though, and maybe due to some resource reallocation to support their LMP3 effort, the number 17 Unitronic by JDC Miller Motorsports Audi of Mikey Taylor and Chris Miller will not be racing at Road America. Well, surprise, surprise, we have more LMDH news to talk to you about, and it starts with a team that's not going to be on the grid until 2024, Lamborghini has announced that Mirko Bordalotti and Andrea Caldarelli have been confirmed as the first two drivers in Lamborghini's LMDH lineup that will compete in IMSA and the World Endurance Championship starting in 2024. Both have had success with the Lamborghini Huracan GT3 in various championships around the world, of course, including the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. The car is expected to hit the track for testing early in 2023. And BMW announced some more news, perhaps announcing the inevitable here that they are going to be confirmed as an entrant into the World Endurance Championship in addition to IMSA starting in 2024. This will, of course, expand from their IMSA-only operation that will contest in 2023. And they also later announced some big news here that former Audi-partnered team WRT would be running this LMDH entry in the World Endurance Championship. They've also noted that they are quite close to announcing their driver lineups for GTP in 2023, as they announced that they're leading towards a GTP lineup that consists of drivers from its current factory roster. Now, their current roster currently consists of Nikki Katzberg, Jake Dennis, Connor DiFilippi, Steph Dusseldorp, John Edwards, Philip Ang, Augusto Fargus, Timo Glock, Eric Johansson, Jans Klingman, Jesse Crone, Sheldon Vanderlind, Alexander Sims, Bruno Spengler, Marco Whitman, and Nick Yaloli. So they have a large pool to draw from here. But really, for me, three names stuck out from this. And there's going to be four full-time drivers that they need to identify for IMSA for next season, two for each car, plus an additional Michelin Endurance Cup driver, plus one additional driver for the Rolex 24, assuming they decide to go with four drivers. Uh, the, the three that st stand out to me are Connor Filippi and uh, Sheldon Vanderland. We're going to start with those two. They were the two drivers that shook down the BMW this just recently. Um, that indicates to me that BMW is trying to really get them up to speed with the car, get their feedback. They've probably been very involved in the in the process of developing this car, but I mean, all I think it's 16 of them uh, have been heavily involved, of course, as one would expect. Um, the other name that stuck out to me is John Edwards, currently one of the full season uh, drivers. For, well, I guess they're not running a full season schedule, but John Edwards been with BMW uh, team RLL for a little while now. Of course, he's a factory driver, so he has experience in IMSA. He hasn't, he, so he understands what to expect on that front. I really think that's going to be valuable. Just knowledge of the track, 
Um, all of them are going to have good knowledge of the car, but I really think that those three, in my mind, are the leaders to land seats. As for the remaining one full season seat, I have no idea, but uh, I don't want to speculate too, too much on it. Do you agree with me on this? Do you think that there are other drivers that you would see running in that car? Or who do you think the fourth driver might be from the remaining selection? Let me know on Twitter or in the YouTube comments. Both of them can be found at Off in the S's. Talked a little bit last week about some questions that viewers were throwing in to Marshall Pruitt in the Racer Mailbag. Another very interesting one came through on this week's edition. And it was basically asking whether there were any other hypercar teams that were looking at the Rolex 24 for 2023. Now... Marshall Pruitt answered to this, and he's been pretty good. He's he's very in tune with what's going on in the world of IMSA. He responded here that the only rumors that he has heard is that we might get Peugeot. But, to my surprise, Toyota has been awfully quiet on coming over to play. Yep, my guess is those who skipped 2023 will join in 2024 after getting a proper look at the pace of the GTP cars. So this is an indication that we might not see very many or any hypercar teams make the trek over to North America, specifically, especially considering there's testing coming up that they're going to have to uh, be a part of. Um, but it doesn't sound like any of them are going to be making the trip over maybe Peugeot, but it might also be dependent on parts availability. Of course, their focus is also going to be on the World Endurance Championship. But honestly, if you think about it, Peugeot might make sense. They really wanted to be part of the World Endurance Championship. Essentially, for most of this season, they really were targeting getting out there for the 24 Hours of Le Mans. So could we see Peugeot put something together to try and make the Rolex 24? They'd have to rebadge the car. It, of course, wouldn't be run as a Peugeot. But um, interesting to keep an eye on there and an interesting tidbit. So uh, we might have to keep our eyes and ears peeled here for more news coming out of the Peugeot camp. And if there's any more indication from them that they might be heading to the Rolex. And then, of course, some of the biggest news from the past week IMSA is heading back to the Brickyard. Of course, in last week's video, we spoke on some of these changes that were expected to be announced ahead of this week's IMSA State of the Sport meeting. It was confirmed last Friday that IMSA will be heading back to the Brickyard once again on September 16th and 17th, 2023 for a four-hour Michelin Endurance Challenge race in the late afternoon, which will conclude in the evening hours on Saturday. Then this will be followed by a two-hour and 40-minute WeatherTech race on Sunday. This is leading to the potential for expansion to a fifth Michelin Endurance Cup race in 2024. Also some fun news from this, and one of the things that I actually commented on in last week's video is uh, camping and the ability to camp at the track. Well, fans for the first time are going to be able to go and camp on the Indianapolis infield. This will be IMSA's first trip to Indy since 2013. Make sure that you are subscribed on your favorite podcasting app to never miss an episode. You can also interact with us on Twitter or on YouTube at Off in the S's. 
Links to those can be found in the show notes. All right, let's talk about Road America, otherwise known as America's Park of Speed. It is a four-mile or six-and-a-half-kilometer-long road course featuring 14 turns and 171 feet of elevation change. The layout that we know today as Road America was started in 1965 by Cliff Tuttle. Of course, racing took place in the Elkhart Lake Wisconsin region starting in the late 1940s but it wasn't until a young fan was killed at Watkins Glen in a race there where mandates really started to be pushed for racing to be moved to dedicated facilities. The dedicated track in Elkhart Lake officially opened in September of 1955 with their first SCCA race with virtually the same configuration that they race on today. Road America is frequently recognized as one of, if not the best circuit in America and is a favorite amongst both the, both the fans and the drivers. This year, we will see 37 cars take to the track spread across five classes with DPI featuring six entries, LMP2 also with six, LMP3 featuring nine, GTD Pro with five, and GTD with 11 cars entered. 76 laps were turned by the victorious wheel and engineering Cadillac of Felipe Nazar and Pipo Durani in 2021. The other class winners were in LMP2, the number 18 era motorsports entry of Dwight Merriman and Ryan Dalziel. In LMP3, it was the number 74 Riley Motorsports machine of John Bennett and Colin Brown. And on the GTLM side, it was the number 79 Porsche of Cooper McNeil and Matt Campbell. And finally, in GTD, it was the number 9 Faf Porsche of Zachary Robichon and Lawrence Van Thor. Well, what should you be looking out for this weekend at Road America? Well, Road America is one of the fastest most high-speed tracks on the IMSA calendar with lap times from the different classes ranging from the 1 minute and 48 second range for the DPIs down to the 2 minute 5 second range for GTDs. There are some very good passing opportunities at the end of the track's many long straightaways into turns 1, turn 5, and turn 12, otherwise known as Canada Corner. But also, keep an eye out for some cheeky pass attempts into turns 6 and 8. Well, it's been a while since we've had weather come into play, but it very much could play a factor this weekend. Friday and Saturday are forecasted to be fine, with highs of 81 degrees Fahrenheit or 27 degrees Celsius on Friday, and on Saturday, 88 Fahrenheit or 31 degrees Celsius. Sunday, however, is a different story. There will be a high of 85 degrees and 29 degrees Celsius, so pretty nice warm conditions. It's going to be mostly cloudy, though, with a 60% chance of showers and, most importantly, a risk of a thunderstorm. You'll recall back at the six hours of the Glen, there was a thunderstorm that briefly rolled through that race that led to a red flag conditions, and... 
overall at the end of the day really led to a bit of a messy situation with driver uh, with minimum drive times everything like that so uh, we'll have to keep an eye on this uh, on the weather forecast for Sunday and see if those thunderstorms will affect the race or if that's something that might roll through a little bit later on and to quickly run through the points here we have in the DPI standings the number 60 Meyer Shank racing Acura leading the way with 2737 points they are 56 points up on the number 10 Konica Minolta Acura in LMP2 it's number 52 Orica of PR1 Matheson Motorsports they lead the number 8 Tower Motorsports entry by 73 points in LMP3, it is the number 54 Core Autosport entry with 1,391 points. They are 95 points ahead of the number 30 JR3 Racing entry. In GTD Pro, things are starting to get a bit of a runaway for Porsche and the FAF Motorsports number 9 entry. They have 2,441 points to Corvette Racing's 2,226 points a 215 point advantage and things are tightening up in GTD with the number 32 Korthoff Motorsports entry with 2071 points they lead by just 40 points over the number 16 Wright Motorsports entry and they lead by 61 points over the number 27 Heart of Racing team My picks for the weekend in DPI, the Chip Ganassi racing guys have really looked strong all season long. Just been a very up and down road for them, but I think they go out there and sweep the top two positions with the 0-1 and the 0-2 machine. Those caddies are going to be taking every little bit of that extra speed that they can get with that updated BOP. In LMP2, I'm calling for that number 8 Tower Motorsport entry in what is sure to be a very competitive and tight LMP2 battle. In LMP3, I'm saying it's a back-to-back -back win here at Road America for the number 74 Riley Motorsports entry. They've had a very up-and-down year as well, but I think they're going to rebound from that big wreck that they suffered out at CTMP and bounce back in Road America with a big win. In GTD Pro, well, you can't really go wrong with picking the FAF boys, right? They were so strong here last year in GTD, and although it's a new driver lineup, they have been the car to beat all season long. So keep a very close eye for that FAF Porsche come Sunday. And we're wrapping it up with the GTD category. I'm saying that number 39, Carbon with Peregrine Racing Entry. Now... It's been a common theme with these picks. They've had a very up and down season, but I really think that this is going to be a track that suits that Lamborghini well, and I think they're going to carry some strong momentum through from Lime Rock Park to a GTD victory. Well, it's not just IMSA on this weekend. There are some other races that you might want to check out. There is some NASCAR running going here at Michigan Speedway. The Xfinity Series is racing there for the New Holland 250. That race goes Saturday at 3.30 Eastern Time. And the Cup Series will go Sunday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time for the Firekeepers Casino 400.
One race you probably won't want to miss, though, is IndyCar. They are heading to the streets of Nashville in that very, very tight street circuit. They are going to be racing on Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern. To be honest, though, your entire weekend could be filled up by IMSA coverage here. There's so many races that are going on. Starting Saturday with ra the first of two races for the Porsche Carrera Cup, that will be broadcast on IMSA TV at 9.45 a.m. Eastern. At 10.45, the Lamborghini Super Trofeos hit the track for the first of the two races for them this weekend. That will be followed an hour and 10 minutes later by the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship qualifying. That's at 11.55 a.m. Eastern. And then to round out the day of racing at Road America will be the four-hour Michelin Endurance Challenge Road America 240, which will be available to be watched on IMSA TV and Peacock. On Sunday, it's another busy day of racing starting at 11.15 a.m. With, with race two of the Porsche Carrera Cup. You'll recall a couple weeks ago we talked about the schedule being moved around a little bit here. And the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship will now hit the track for the IMSA Fastlane Sports Car Weekend. A two-hour and 40-minute race at 11.35 a.m. Eastern Time. That can be watched on IMSA TV or on Peacock. And the day will conclude at 2.50 p.m. with race two of the Lamborghini Super Trofeo. That will wrap up our Road America IMSA Fastlane Sports Car Weekend Preview episode. We'll be back next week, though, to recap all of the action that takes place this weekend. A big thank you again to our early Patreon supporters, and if you too want to support the show, then you can go to patreon.com slash off in the S's. You can also support the show by hitting that subscribe or follow button on your favorite podcasting app to never miss a new episode, or by leaving us a review. You can also follow along with us on Twitter or on YouTube at off in the S's. Once again, thanks for tuning in. I hope everyone has a great race weekend and doesn't go off in the S's.